All right, what's up inside the north side? I hope everyone's had a good week. Uh, I had a good week. I had a crazy week, actually. Um, what's up with that rain that was on Monday? It rained on Monday, and then Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday it got super, super cold and windy. I don't know what that was, but I got cut off and I got cut up in um in that, and it was just like ugh, you know. Anyways, um. Like I was saying, yeah, I had a crazy work week. It wasn't that bad, but glad it's the weekend. Um, anybody hear about that water line break um, that happened here in Houston? Which, come on, everybody's heard about it now, I guess. Um, yeah, but for the, my listeners that don't know and probably haven't watched the news or seen anything on their iPhone or Facebook or whatever, um, somebody broke the water line over here in Houston in the uh, east part. Or I don't know where it was actually, but uh, one of our freeways ended up getting flooded and people got stranded and people lost their cars and some people's houses got flooded and the streets got flooded and stuff like that. So it was a really hectic day Thursday uh, afternoon with all that situation going on. And it's weird because um, it feels like we can never get a break here in Houston. Something always has to happen. It's like, oh, okay, you know, it rained Monday. Oh, okay, well, Tuesday will be better. Tuesday, okay, it's nice and sunny, but it's cold. Wednesday, super cold. Thursday, it's cold again and windy. And then the waterline breaks, and I'm like, come on. And it, it wasn't because, like, it broke in its own. Somebody broke it, which sucks for that person because that person has no job anymore, probably. <laughs> or it might have been a mistake. I mean, you know, we, we all make mistakes, but, um, yeah, that guy probably doesn't have a job anymore. I went to a, a concert this past Tuesday, and, um, well, I can say past Tuesday. Well, this week of this Tuesday. Um, it was a free show that the uh, Texas Lottery was uh, putting together, and it was... Two acts plus the DJ. I don't know. I never met the DJ before, but uh, his name was Wrestlers, I guess. He pretty he played some pretty good music, pretty good mixes. I'm not gonna lie, the dude was pretty fucking pretty fucking badass. Um. So, anyways, um, I got my tickets and stuff like that, and um, I was like, okay, oh, cool, that's a free show, and it's white at uh White Oak Music Hall, which is uh, on 45 in um, Maine for some of my people in Houston. Um, and for some of my listeners that uh, aren't from here, it's close to downtown and it's really cool because, um, once you're waiting in line, you can see like the skyline of the city, and especially when it's like sunset and it, you know, it, it starts becoming, the blue starts becoming black and the sun starts coming down on the building. It looks really beautiful on a good day. So, um, yeah, it was at White Oak. And like I said, there was a DJ there. His name was Wrestlers. He was cool. He was opening for the band, for the groups. And um, the uh, first band that came up was uh, called Night Drive. And um, I'm guessing some people have heard of Night Drive. They're from Austin, but I think two of the guys are from here, from Houston. So I've I've seen them on some of the shows that I've gone to. And they're pretty good. They have like an 80s kind of like synthy background. And it's pretty cool. Um, they played a pretty good set. Um, it was weird because I didn't think anybody had got the email that I had gotten. And I was like, oh, it's a free show. Maybe not that many people will go. But um, while I was waiting in line, 
all these people were waiting in line for the main band, which is called uh, The Midnight. And I had never heard of The Midnight until they had sent me that email. And um, so, you know, I look them up and I look up their music and I'm like, okay, well, I have one of their albums saved on my Bandcamp uh, wish list. And I had just never gotten to it to, you know, listen to it or download it. So I look it up on YouTube and um, their music's pretty good. It's the same thing, synthy, poppy, um, 80s inspired music that you would hear, you know, like at the end of or like during uh, the Breakfast Club or just all those cliche 80s movies that, that are so great. But um, you like, oh, yeah, that music totally fits that uh fits that music that movie so you know and then they have like the saxophone player i guess that plays on their albums and he's pretty good but i'll get to it later and start anyway so i'm waiting in line and all these people are you know waiting for the band and waiting to get inside but it's cold and um i started hearing like people oh i came from out of town oh i came from austin i came from corpus or i came from so-and-so you know just to come see this band and I was like really I mean what have I been missing out is there something about this band that um I've missed that people are like so crazy about I don't know if it's because of the music I don't know if it's because of the saxophone player I don't know it's just because the lead singer they think the lead singer is so awesome I don't know anyways so I get inside and the DJ's playing okay and then the first band comes up and okay that's cool and then uh, a friend of mine uh, showed up too, and so we we stood there and we just started talking about what's going on. I don't see him that much, even though he lives like eight minutes away from me. Um, he works a lot, and um, he's off on Mondays and Tuesdays. So I invite uh, I didn't invite him, but he ended up going. So we just stood there and we're talking. And while we're talking, I don't know what it is about people that come out on Tuesdays. But they are the worst. So much people um, pushing, uh, stepping on my foot, trying to get up to the front, and just being obnoxious and just annoying. And I'm just standing there just like, I'm just here to enjoy the show. It's free. But these people are acting so stupid and obnoxious. And it it was weird. Like, there was just so many fucking posers, like, you knew there were posers and it's like I don't even like this music I'm not even a part of like this group but I know y'all guys are posers like this one these two kids they were standing in front of me tall white kids um they had like the G-Eazy haircut where it's like slicked back and all this and that and they're trying to be cool with their their bomber jackets from the band and they're just trying to act cool and this and that and once the band came on, they all started screaming like little girls. And I, I, I kid you not, when that band came on, everybody like screamed, like it was fucking like Tim and Paula was on was on the stage. And I'm like, you know, like I kept saying, what am I missing? What's going on here? Why are these people reacting differently than I am? I mean, yeah, I just found out about the band. The band just came out like three years ago, their first album, but it's like, what, what is about this band that people are so crazy about? So they come on, they start playing and the first song, it's pretty good, you know, synthy, bass drums, all this and that, poppy. 
and then like the guy who uh, plays the saxophone started playing his part and I swear to God these people lost their fucking minds I've never seen people lose their minds over a saxophone player other than Bill Clinton in the 90s but I swear these people lost their mind and it was like they had never seen this instrument before and the vo- uh, noise that was coming out of its um, out of his mouth from the tuba was like oh my you know it was like it was very weird like okay I've seen a saxophone I've seen saxophone players I've heard people play the saxophone but you know I mean yeah it went well with the song but like these people lost their mind I swear to god I've never seen people lose their mind like that so they continue on with the show they play a couple more songs and it's like every other song has a saxophone slow song saxophone fast uh, upbeat tempo song saxophone and I'm like what okay okay it's cool you know like okay and the saxophone is I guess uh, integral part of the band but it's like every other song and I'm like it's kind of like overkill for me and they kept going crazy every time he played I mean not not to sound like jerk off or anything but guy was he was he was good he was a good saxophone player played the best but like I'm just like why are people so crazy about this guy anyways so me and my friend were just like looking at each other and I'm like dude look at these fucking people look how crazy they are and he's like he was like he doesn't listen to that kind of music like that 80s kind of pop synth you know and um he was like I didn't know what to expect and I was like, you've never heard this kind of music before? And he was like, no, not really. I'm like, dude, it's okay. It's like, for if you hear this band, there's like 30 other bands that sound just the same. And it, not to like put them down or anything, but there's other, there's like a half a lot more bands that sound the same, have the same production, same everything. So he was like, oh, I didn't know that. So the guys are, you know, they're talking, they're playing this, you know, song. And then he's like, all right, well, you know, have a good night, blah, blah, blah. And they leave the stage. And everybody knows when they leave the stage, they're ultimately going to come back. You know, if they don't play the music for people to like, hey, y'all get the fuck out. Um, They're ultimately going to come back on. So I looked at him. I'm like, dude, let's go. He was like, you know what? No, let's go. And I was like, you just like an Uber here? He's like, yeah. I was like, come on, let's go. He was like, well, I'm hungry. I was like, okay, I'll go drop you off, but let's go before these people get even crazier. And as soon as soon as we walked down the bank, came back on. I was like, good. It's already 11 o'clock. I need to get home because I got to go to work tomorrow. So I dropped him off at, at uh, Whataburger, and he got an Uber back home. He don't live that far. And um, I drove home, which I don't live that far either from the place, but it's 11 o'clock. I'm tired. Anyways. So, it, like I said, it was a good show, but it's just, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's not that I'm not into that music. It's just, it's kind of overdone. You know, like I said, for one one midnight, there's like 30 other bands that sound the same. So, anyways, but like I said, my uh, that was another uh, crazy thing about my week. Um, like I was talking about the water line breaking and, and it flooding. Um, ultimately my job, um, cause I work for the school district, they were like, Hey, we're just going to close our schools. 
So, yeah, y'all off on Friday. So I was like, yeah, I'm off on Friday. Cool. So I spent the day doing nothing like I should because it's my day off. So um, I ended up going to the secret group's um, emo night. And um, because that was, I mean, it was between that or going to Wabarella because uh, Twin Shadows was uh, DJing. And. I was like, eh, I'll go to that. And then I noticed there was a $5 cover charge. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to uh, the secret group because I cannot afford them right now. So I go to the secret group and it's, it's you know, there's a couple people there. And I'm I'm just standing there with my, my cup of water. And uh, I notice this one uh, group leave their table. And I'm like, time to go take a table. And... Um, I noticed people were like, um, you know, they, it's funny when like when you go and you're looking for a table and you notice there's like one person. He's like, we're just going to wait till he leaves. Yeah, I didn't leave. <laughs> I stood. I sat there for like a good hour and a half. And um, I started noticing people like sit down next to me and I'm like, OK, I know what they're doing. They're trying to like, oh, let me sit here and have another person sit here. And he'll feel uncomfortable, and then he'll leave. Yeah, no, that didn't work for me. That happened three times in, like, 30 minutes. Didn't, no. Until I was like, okay, my legs are falling asleep. I got to go to the restroom. So I was like, you know what? Hey, dude, you can take my seat, whatever. He was sitting next, he's standing next to his girlfriend. So I was like, I go to the restroom. And um, before that, like, they're playing the music and stuff like that. And it's funny. Um, I had posted... Um, on uh, this group page that I follow, it's called uh, Pop Punk Kids, and you know I listen to pop punk and stuff like that. And uh, I had put on, uh, I had posted this thing where it's like, what's with people um, going to emo night and not wearing deodorant? You know it, and I put like the emojis and stuff like that. And this guy instantly replied, and he's like, "You're at the secret group, aren't you?" And I was like, "How did you know?" He's like, "Dude, you're from Houston. I'm from Houston." Uh, I'm here too, and yeah, this shit sucks, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I know, he's like, you go to the one at Barbarella, I was like, dude, I go religiously, I was like, I'm there, every Tuesday of the month, first Tuesday of the month, I am there, with the exception of a couple times, but I am there, and he was like, yeah, dude, it's fucking lit, and I was like, hell yeah, and he was like, dude, I don't know what's up with these people not wearing deodorant, I was like, I don't know either, and I was like, have you ever heard of deodorant, I swear to God, I know they have, and he started laughing and he's like dude you should just go upstairs he's like fuck this go get some air it's like you smart man but i never did go up to get air <laughs> i ended up just sitting there whatever so then after that that's when i went to the restroom and i I, uh, I got up and i was standing around the crowd and they started playing some some good music and then i started noticing moshing and there's a difference between the secret group uh, emo night and Barbarella emo night you've heard stories of how crazy it is at Barbarella this is kind of like what it was like soft emo night emo night at Barbarella that's hardcore emo night at the secret group kind of soft and it's really because the DJ and the people that go it's kind of like these kids that were born in like 2000 and like two and they were like three or four years old when this music came out and like they're all into it now and 
it's so cliche. Like these kids, it's like they look like the kids that I went to school with, and I'm like, dude, I've been out of high school for like almost ten years, and y'all, it's like, y'all still look the same, you know, and they're just going crazy like that, and I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know. So, they started trying to mosh, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? You guys obviously don't know how to march. And, um, you know, they're, they're gently pushing, like, yeah, you know, ha, 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 it's fun. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, this is a smaller area, and some of these people, they don't know how to mosh. Because they obviously have never been to Barbarella, which they probably would have gotten slaughtered. And um, I was like, okay, you know, they tried to do it. And then one of the songs, they got into it, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all doing it. But I swear to God, there's this dude, he looked like Jack Black. But like Jack Black's cousin. And the dude fucking stank. He was sweating up a fucking storm. I mean, he and he was just doing karate moves. And he was just like, you know, and just getting into it. And and I'm like, the dude's sweating profusely. Like, it's insane. And like, within like the first... I mean, within like 20 minutes later, he's like soaking wet. And I'm like, oh my God, the dude stinks. And like five, six other people stink. And I'm like, why do y'all smell like that? Y'all smell like spices. And not the good spices, like the bad spices. Like, why? Take a shower when you go out. Put some deodorant. Put some cologne. I mean, for God's sakes. Guys, if y'all listening to me, people at Barbarella, the guys that go, the people that got to go to Barbarella, the people that go to Emo Night at uh, the Secret Group, and the people that go to Emo Night at the warehouse, please, even the girls too, please put some deodorant on, take a shower, put some cologne, put some perfume on, put some of those essential, put something, because you might not smell yourself, but people can. And what my dad always tells me is like, if you can smell yourself, people can smell you too. So I'm very conscious about that. And sometimes I just don't give a fuck. But when I go out to like Evo Night or go into the club, I take a shower. You know, I put my cologne on, I put my deodorant, you know, I take a shower and, and just I, I do everything because it's like I want to smell presentable. I don't want to be smelling like shit or smelling like booty or smelling like sweat. And, you know, I don't, I don't sweat too much when I go out. So, you know, I'm very conscious and I try to, you know, look decent enough. And, you know, like I said, I smell good and look good. Well, these people don't. And like, it's just fucking nasty. Put some deodorant on, dude. You're going out in public. Yeah, you're going to sweat. Yeah, you're going to have fun. You're going to move. You're going to dance. Put some deodorant on, you know, for, for, for everybody else to say. Nobody wants to smell you. You obviously smell like shit if people you know and i've had people in the pit like like they they're next to me or they're like dancing you know in the pit pushing people and they smell i swear to god they smell i can't say this enough they smell and it's not just the dudes it's the women too and i'm like come on man y'all know better than that i mean it's just disgusting so you know, anyways, back to my story, um, but, 
So, you know, I'm in, I'm in the pit, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm around the pit and they start playing some good music and I'm like, okay, you know, Hey, I'll mosh this a little bit. And like, I get in there and they start pushing it and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I'm expecting, you know, I go to Barbarella night, and they push and they get into it. But the couple times that I'm here, they don't get into it. And I'm like, okay, I just saw y'all like pushing people, you know, I'm expecting y'all to get into it. No, so I get in the pit and I'm like pushing people on this and that, and I'm like, damn, this is kind of like uh, moshing practice for me, <laughs> getting ready for next Tuesday. So I'm in there, I'm pushing people and getting excited, and people were just like, what's wrong with this guy? You know, and it's not just me that's acting. You know, I I got I didn't get too too into it, but I moshed and I started you know singing this and that, but people were just like. What, what what is you know and I'm like dude y'all obviously don't go to the one in Barbarella because y'all would have gotten killed already this thing would have continued to be moshing and y'all would have just been dead but so I got out and they started playing like other music because um the emo night at the secret group it's not just like emo music it's punk and and like indie and stuff like that but the music that they play it's kind of like if I had to rate it from one to one to five, it'd be like a two and a half, maybe three. No, that's too generous. It's like two and a half. They play some of the good music, but like I said, it all depends on the DJ. And the DJ looked like he kind of knew, but the people that were because it was like changing DJs. I don't know what it is. One girl was up there. And then another f- person was up there changing, putting it on. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And then this guy gets up there and he starts DJing. And I'm like, okay, he started playing the harder stuff. And I'm like, it really depends on the DJ and how he sets the mood for the emo night. And I tell you, the ones at Barbarella, sometimes they spot on, but sometimes they suck too. But yeah, they started playing some um, pop, emo, whatever you want to call it. And, um, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I was like stuck, cause all the, it's like me. I'm in the back, and then like they're like people crowding over me, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. It's uh, it's time for me to to bow out because these people are playing lame ass music, and people are getting sweatier, and they are obviously getting drunk, and I do not need some guy pushing up and pushing against me, and he's sweaty and smells like shit. So I dipped out. And, you know, let's get something to eat, came home, this and that. And I was just like, I can't, I can't say this enough. And I'm sorry if I keep sounding like a broken record. These people stink. They stank. Like, stank. And it's disgusting. Please, put deodorant on. Take a shower. Take a shower first. Then, put deodorant on. Take a shower. Get out of the shower. Put some more deodorant on. Put some cologne, put some axe. I don't care. Carry an axe bottle in the back of your pocket. Do something because when you, people that go out to emo night, please put deodorant on. Nobody wants to fucking smell you and your 11 herbs and spices from KFC. So anyways, yeah, emo night was cool. You know, it was was fun and this and that. So, but like I said, it, it was just pretty much like practice for me to, uh, till next Tuesday at Barbarella. Which I'm excited for because, like I said, I go pretty much like religiously, and um, I always have a good time. 
and I always pushed the limit because it's like, okay, it's 12 o'clock. It's time for me to go, you know, got to go to work. And, um, yeah, there's times where I get up and I'm like, oh, my body hurts, you know, but I still go to work. I still do it. And, you know, once I'm done, I just find like a parking lot at one of the schools and just knock out and go to sleep for like 20, 30 minutes. And, you know, I, I'm energized and I'm back. But anyways, yeah, I'm ready for next Tuesday. Uh, hopefully some of my friends show up again because um, some of them have been coming a lot lately. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, now I have a crowd that comes with me. And, you know, hey, hold my uh, hold my glasses. Hey, hold my uh, my hat. Hold my water. You know, and, and the joke is I hold my beer. But I, don't, I haven't been drinking a lot. So, anywho, um, like I said, it, it's going to be fun. I always have fun at Evil Nine uh, at Barbarella. Um, for y'all that are listening, like, what is he, you know, I want to go to this Evil Night. Um, it's next Tuesday. Gates open at 9 at Barbarella, which is in Midtown on San Jacinto. Uh, it's like right in between San Jacinto and um, I forgot the other name of the street. I'm sorry. I, I blank out. It's on San Jacinto, San Jacinto Street. It's close to the freeway. Um, but yeah, y'all should go. It's really fun. I always have fun. My friends have fun. People have fun. Sometimes it gets a little too hectic. Sometimes it gets too crowded and it's hot and people start sweating and you're like, please get me out of this fucking sauna. But uh, ultimately people still have fun, you know, moshing and screaming and singing and just making friends for the night and then you don't see them until next month. (laughs) So... Anyways, uh, also, I want to uh, say that Inside the North Side is finally on Twitter. I made a Twitter for the uh, page yesterday, or for the podcast yesterday, because a friend of mine was asking if I had a Twitter for the for the page. And I was like, no, I have a personal one. He's like, oh, okay. So that got me thinking. Um yeah, it's time to me to just make a Twitter, you know, I'm not gonna like post and tweet and stuff like that every day, not like I try to do on my Instagram, but hey, I'll post my shows, and you know, I'll follow people, hey, come check out my show, and stuff like that, you know, and ultimately, you kind of like need one, I guess, for your podcast, so I made one, and if anybody wants to follow it, you can do at uh, Northside Inside, and it should come up uh, inside the Northside podcast. I have some of my shows there. I have the links to where you can find my shows on like platforms and stuff like that. So yeah, y'all go ahead and follow me on Twitter. And like I said, follow me on Instagram too. Follow me on Facebook. Go check out the shows, some of the previous episodes and stuff like that. But yeah, I made a Twitter. We're finally on Twitter. Um, Follow us. Retweet some of the episodes if you listen to some of them. Which, come on, you guys should listen to some of the episodes. They're pretty good. I know some of them are really long. Like, one of them is, like, almost four hours. But if you guys are just driving or you're sitting down in your office on your computer and you're bored and you're like, I don't want to listen to the typical same shit that I always listen to, listen to some of my podcasts. I know um, some of them are kind of like, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. And some of them are like, uh, he should have done this a little better. Hey, it's it's all work in progress. Every episode is a new episode and it's a new chance for me to make the show better. So, um, 
hey let me but let me know too hey um you should try to do this more hey you should try to not do this more you should try to be more relaxed and you know i try to be more relaxed and um it sometimes it works out for the best and sometimes i just kind of get overwhelmed and i'm like i don't know what to talk about like um this past episode um i did not have any like anything for the show because i was supposed to have a guest and my guest um did not show up and i had to just wing it and i feel like i did a pretty decent job i mean but it sucks because it's like i had somebody planned for that week and i had all my stuff was just based on that you know on that person coming in so when that person didn't show up and said they couldn't show up it was like oh crap what am i what material do i have for my show so and which sucks because that actually happened again this week um i had somebody who wanted to be on the show and messaged me and one really wanted to be on the show and um i was like yeah sure you know i know the person he's kind of an acquaintance an acquaintance of mine and um I was like, sure, yeah, and uh, another friend of mine was like, hey, I'll, I'll go with him, you know, we could, it'll just be three of us, so I was like, cool, and um, I told the guy, hey, look, I record on Friday nights, I record at this time, I, I, I'm here at my house, you know, and uh, I record here, so, you know, talk to so-and-so, tell him, hey, come pick me up, and y'all can come here, you know, I got water for y'all, and stuff like that, you know, so, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm serious about it. I'm serious about it. And my friend was serious about it too. So he was like, yeah, you know, I'm cool. I'm down with it. If he's down with it, I'm down with it. So I kept asking him, are you serious about this? Are you serious about this? Yeah, I'm serious about this. You know, yeah, I really want to do that. And um, I told him, hey, look, I'm going to ask you every week. He's like, okay. And I was like, I'm doing this because I'm making sure that you're serious about this. Because I know you like to fuck around and mess with people and think it's funny. But this is not funny. Because one, you're wasting my time. And two, you're wasting um, airtime for me. And, you know, all these moments that I could be getting stuff for my show. I'm, you know, pretty much writing everything and for, for this episode for this certain guest. And I'm not doing a plan B because it's like, okay, you know, um, most of my guests have shown up, but, you know, I never had to do a plan B. So I had to do a plan B twice. And it just sucks. You know, the person he ended up telling me like a couple of days before or not, not even like, like two days before I recorded and he was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't. It's too late. You know, uh, I'm not going to be able to. And I'm like, dude, I told you what time. I asked you, and it. I've asked you for two weeks already, you know, and he was like, well, can we reschedule, and I'm, I, I sent him a message, he never responded, he never even looked at it, so obviously I know he was fucking with me, and I know he likes doing that shit on purpose, because he thinks it's funny, you know, but, you know, I, I wouldn't understood, yeah, if you're joking with me, okay, you know, but this is my, this is my show, this is my time, this is my, my thing that I do. I'm not going to let you fuck around and make fun of me and waste my time, you know, so, um, he, like I said, didn't show, so I had to do a plan B, I had to write my stuff up, I originally, um, had a different episode in mind, but 
I just had to redo it, and I didn't, I didn't like it, so I um, threw everything, threw everything out and had to do Plan C. So, um, yeah, he still hasn't replied back, so I, I probably won't have him on the show because I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that, but I just don't like people wasting my time, and. It's not just like, oh, you know, hey, we decided to hang out this week and like uh, two days later, hey, I can't hang out that day. Oh, okay, that's fine. You know, it's cool. It's whatever. I wouldn't get mad, but it's not hanging out. It's being on an episode. It's recording. It's, you know, planning it out, scheduling it. That's where it bothers me because it's like I said, you're wasting my time. You're wasting um recording time you're wasting everything that I could be doing for myself but you wanted to be funny and think it was cool and make fun of me and um do that shit and yeah I don't fly so I'm sorry but you probably won't end up on the show um my friend probably will you know but you won't I'm sorry and like I said I'm not trying to be mean but also I'm trying to find people on my show and have people, you know, guests and like that, that can bring something to the table. And it's not just like, oh, I want to be on the, on the show because I've never been on the show, you know, and it's like, OK, cool. You know, I've had friends and I've had uh, family members that have been on my show and we talk and, you know, it's cool. But the thing I'm looking for is I'm looking for people to promote it too. when I when I ask you to come on the show or when you ask me to come on the show. I expect you to promote the show, you know, um, and not just like word of mouth, but like, hey, uh, I'm going to be on this podcast. Check it out. It's going to be on. Uh, it goes live on Saturdays. You can check it out on Spotify. You can check it on here. And hey, I'm going to be on the show, you know, come check out your, you know, and just like post about it like every every couple of days or something like that. Or talk about it the before. Like, hey, look, if I let you know, hey, I want you on my show like a week before and start talking about it at least post it like three times before you come on the show and then once you come on the show you know i'll send you the link and you start posting it on your instagram and your facebook and start telling people and this and that you know to put the show out there because it's like it's not just my episode it's also your episode too you're on the show so i wholeheartedly expect you to promote your own show too and i've asked people hey you know promote the show and they're like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And they never do. And it's like, come on, man. You know, I expect that much from you. I'm not asking a lot. I'm just like, hey, look, just talk about the show. Post it on your Facebook. Post it on your Instagram. Send it. Text message to somebody. Post it on your Twitter. Whatever. Just get the show out there. Because you're not doing it just for yourself. You're also doing it for me, too. You know, to promote my show. So I can get more listeners. And some of the people don't. Uh, I do see some people, you know, randomly come to my show and stuff like that and listen to it. But, um, yeah, like I said, I expect 100% for whoever comes on my show to promote it and, you know, to talk about it. But if you can't do that, if you can't do the simplest thing, but you can talk about um, other stupid shit. If you can't talk about my show and just post it, then I don't, I don't want you on my show. I'm sorry. And it's like I said, it's not me trying to sound rude. It's not me trying to sound mean or anything like that. I'm being a jackass. But 
I just don't want you on my show. I'm sorry. It's, like I said, it's wasting my time. It's wasting your time. It's wasting air time. And it's wasting time for a possible guest that could actually do better than you. So, but uh, saying that, I um, I have a guest that's coming on my show next week. You guys might have heard of him. You guys might actually know him. You might actually have bumped into him at some places. Uh, his name is Pablo Solis. Mr. PJs is what he is known by. Um, he's a cool friend of mine. I met him a couple years ago when he was doing um, booking shows at the um, the clinic that's off of Harrisburg. And um, a friend of mine and his band, I think they were called Street Couch at the time. Um, shout out to my friend Daniel and his ex-band Street Couch. <laughs> Yeah, they were playing at the clinic, and they invited me, and I was like, okay, cool, and it's like an underground show, you know, a bunch of, like, po- like post-hardcore bands and stuff like that, and this and that, so I was like, okay, this is cool, you know, we're just standing here in, like, the lobby of this, like, clinic, and bands are just going hard and stuff like that, so it's cool, and that's where I, I seen him before, and I met him, you know, hey, what's up, you know, this and that, that was, like, some odd years ago, and um, I ended up finding out I ended up uh, adding him on Facebook, and, you know, we talked here and there a little bit, and then I ended up finding out that he knew uh, a friend of mine, and I ended up seeing him at Emo Night a couple times, but like I said, I never went up to him, so I ended up finding out he knew my friend, so he came around, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Pablo, right, and we start talking this and this and that, and, um, now, whenever I see him, I'm like, what's up, dude? You know, handshake, hug, and how's it going, this and this and that. So, um, he's been busy, like I said, booking shows. He's been busy with his uh, No Sleep Festival that he's been doing. Um, he also has a YouTube page. Um, go ahead, follow his YouTube page, and listen, just check out some of his episodes. Do you like his episodes? It's like a, it's like a vlog. And um, he talks about stuff like that going on in his life and all that. But yeah, y'all should go check it out. Uh, it's called PJ's Capital P Capital J Lowercase S on YouTube. And like I said, it's a vlog. He's a really cool guy. He's a little down to earth, really chill, pretty funny. And um, you know, just check him out. He's cool. He's local. And um, like I said, I'm gonna have him on the show. I've asked him a couple. I asked him once before, like, hey, do you want to be on my show? Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. But uh, we just couldn't come up with a scheduled time. Until maybe a couple of weeks ago, he was like, hey, dude, uh, I really want to be on your show. I've been listening to it and I'm like, really like, I really want to be on the show, you know, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, this guy was I've already we talked about it before. So now he wants to be on my show. So I was like, all right, cool. So we set up a date. He's like, hey, I'm going to bring my friend. She's a part of my new booking thing that I'm going that I'm doing right now. And um, I was like, yeah, sure. She can come, you know, if y'all uh, tag team duo you know, doing the booking and all that, then, yeah, why not have her on the show, so, like I said, I'm really excited to have him on the, on the podcast next, next week, uh, like I said, his name is Pablo Solis, Mr. PJs, you can find him on Twitter, Mr. PJs3, you can find him on YouTube, you can find him on social media, really cool dude, um, like I said, he does a, he has a booking agency, book, not a booking agency, but he does bookings for bands, it's got a festival. It's got a YouTube channel. Um, go ahead and check it out before 
uh, next week's episode. So you kind of get to know what the taste of um, how he's like and stuff like that. And um, we're just going to be talking about, you know, what's going on with him. What's what's new with uh, Bloom and Doom, his booking uh, thing that he has. Um, updates for No uh, no Sleep Fest this year. You know, well, what shows they're, they're uh, excited for and stuff like that. Just Just hang around with cool people, you know. And just have a good time. So, like I said, I'm really excited for that show. So, y'all go and check it out. Next week, they're going to be on the show. show's going to go live, of course, on Saturdays. You know that. But, yeah. Checked out the show um, next week. So, anyways. uh, I'm going to take a short little break. Because I need to get some water. So, I will be right back. All right, guys, I'm back. Um, I got more than just water. <laughs> I had got something to eat. Anyways, uh, let's get to this super, super important part of the show, which is uh, I want to talk about dreams. And not like having dreams and aspirations of becoming something great. No, like the things we see when we knock out for a couple, for eight hours <laughs> at night. Um yeah, have y'all ever had any weird dreams? Because um, I have, and um, it they're pretty weird. Like uh, certain things happen that don't usually happen in real life or in reality, and like it's weird. And sometimes it's either me, I'm seeing it from like my point of view, or it's like uh, third person, and um, weird things have happened in my dreams. Um. And sometimes they feel so real, and it's like I wake up and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and some re- some dreams, uh, it's like, "What the fuck happened? Why did I think that? Why did I dream that?" Like for the past week and a half, I've had some weird dreams, and I don't really talk about them because sometimes I forget about them. But I've had I've had weird dreams, and they're like really weird. Like, there there will be people in my dreams that I don't really talk to. Um, people who I've only seen a couple times. People who I've known for, oh, for a lot of for a whole lot of years, but I don't talk to them anymore either. Or just random ass people like celebrities and shit like that. And um, from what I heard, uh, if you dream about somebody or somebody ends up in your dream it's because they're thinking about you or something like that um i highly doubt it because i don't think any of these celebrities know who i am so why would they be dreaming about me so that's funny but no i've I've had weird dreams and i've even had dreams where um my grandparents have showed up like uh, my grandmother who passed away two years ago or my grandfather who passed away like four years ago they come up in my dreams and it's weird because like I wouldn't the situation or like the storyline in my dream it's like I don't know how it involves them but it does and it's weird and it, it it's like I do I, I think I do I cry when I'm when I'm dreaming um on the outside because like they're there and it's like I do miss them and 
sometimes it's like I get a chance to talk to them or I get a chance to tell them I, I miss them and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it, I don't know, it's weird. And, like, recently I think I, my grandmother was in one of my dreams. And it kind of played out, like, how it would now in reality because I still, I can still hear her voice. I can still, like, like picture her ma- mannerisms. Like, if she's in front of me, I, I know how she reacts. I know how she talks. I know everything. And it's like, that's how the dream is, and it's it feels so real. And then when I wake up, it's like, well, fuck, that was just a dream, you know. And just recently, like, I had a dream about the, a person who i known since I was, like, six. And I did have romantic feelings about this person when I was a young boy. And, um, yeah, she ended up in my dream, and it was weird. And... I don't remember if we were like romantically involved or it ended up like that, like during the dream, but it was weird because she was in the dream and then she turned into somebody else and I was like, what's going on? Why, you know, why am I having these weird dreams? I don't know if it's because of the stuff I have, I drink before I go to bed or it's the medication I take or something. I don't know, but uh, I've had some weird dreams. And I've had some dreams that actually come true. And they're not really like weird or anything like that, but it's like real life. And the dreams end up like becoming reality. And it's weird because sometimes I, I step back and I'm like, whoa, I just dreamed about this like two weeks ago or even a year ago. Or things will come up and I'm like, this happened. I dreamt about this like a year ago. Why is it coming up now? You know, and it's like something that's totally out of place. And I'm like, that's weird. Why would I end up in that situation? And then I end up in that situation a year from now. (laughs) It's weird. I don't know what it is about dreams. I don't know if they're just given to us. Weird, You know, like in the future, like hints and things about the future. Or it's just like all in our head. I don't know. But yeah, let me know if y'all ever had any weird dreams before, you know, and if you can remember any of them, uh, I'd like to hear them. You know, I have some ones that I kind of remember and some that I don't, so I can't give you those, but I can give you the ones that I remember, but yeah, that'd be cool to, to hear some of y'all dreams. And like I said, not dreams and aspirations of, but like the things you see when you close your eyes at night. So I don't know. And it's weird too, how like you can remember a dream for like a long time and then some dreams they're just gone forever you know and it's 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 really weird to me and it's also weird to me it's like when you when you have a great dream and you don't want it to end and then you wake up and you're like crap and then you try to go back to sleep and then it starts something new and you're like oh i wanted to be a part of that dream for much longer but you end up dreaming something different and it sucks because I've had dreams where I'm like it's really 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 great and like I wake up and I'm like fuck (laughs) I wanted to keep I wanted that dream to keep going but it didn't so (sighs) I have to go back to sleep and then I go back to sleep and it's something totally different totally different dream so it's weird dreams are weird our brain is weird we are weird people weird human beings so I don't know yeah but yeah tell me your dreams tell me some things that y'all have um 
dreamt about that y'all still kind of remember, you know. But anyways, let's get off dreams. I just wanted to talk about that. That's kind of like the little nugget of uh, something I wanted to, to bring up in the podcast. So anyways, we're going to talk about sports a little bit. So if people haven't been following sports, people don't like sports, or people don't understand sports, which kind of doesn't make sense to me, but okay. So um, things around Houston are getting kind of okay, I guess, lately. Um, the Rockets have been doing really good. Um, you know, they're not playing their usual ball hogging um you know, game plays and stuff like that. They're playing more small ball and passing the ball, and they've been winning their games, which is great. We need that to continue for the rest of the season, which is like we have, like, what, 30 more games, I think, or some something like that. And, um, you know, we really need these games, and we really need to win them so we can get a good place in, in, the, in the playoffs and, you know, once the playoffs come, we got to have a different game plan because we obviously um, don't have to face Golden State this year because Golden State is garbage, <laughs> finally. And um, their reign of terror has ended because everybody's gone. Um, well, not everybody, but um, Clay Thompson's hurt. Steph Curry was hurt. KD went to New York. Um, Draymond is still there, but he's a jackass. And um, D'Angelo Russell uh, ended up getting traded to um, Minnesota, I think. So, Golden State's kind of... And Ingudala went to um, Memphis, and then he ended up getting traded to Miami. So, yeah, their team was pretty much broken up, and it kind of proved that, like, y'all garbage. So, we don't have to worry about them, but we do have to worry about the Lakers and the Clippers. Lakers got LeBron, they got AD, uh, they got rid of uh, Boogie Cousins because, for what? They signed him for a one-year contract, ended up getting hurt, like, I think two, three days later, and has been on the bench the whole season, so they're like, man, fuck this, he's just taking up a roster spot, so we're gonna let him go, and I'm like, dude, you're just chasing the fucking ring, he was with um, New Orleans for a while. You know, and he was a jackass and asshole. And then he, he got, went to Golden State. And he's like, oh, this is sure when I'm going to win a ring. You know. And uh, the year he goes, they end up playing Toronto. And uh, Toronto ends up whooping their ass. And he had no ring for Bookie Cousins. <laughs> so, yeah, he ended up um, leaving Golden State and ended up going to the Lakers. Because he was like, oh, LeBron's going there. You know, oh, this is sure going to be a championship team. Ends up getting cut because he's hurt. I was like, dude, stop chasing that shit. People chase the dream. People chase the ring than the dream, you know. So he's out. So LeBron, you know, you got LeBron, you got Anthony Davis, you got a couple other players over there. You know, they're um, not a nuisance. What's the, what's the word called? But they're um, they're kind of one of the roadblocks in our our uh, path. You know, them and the Clippers, because the Clippers got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and um, Pat Beverly and Lou Williams and just all those dudes that we used to have. And now they're with the Clippers and now they're a a monster team. So we got them to to watch out. And then we have, I think, Milwaukee, too. We got to watch out for them. And um, 
yeah, it's that's those are the only teams I feel like that are in our way. I mean, I know we don't face Milwaukee, but in the playoffs sometimes, or I don't think we have, but you know, the Lakers, Clippers, um, Denver, you know, stuff like that on the West. So hopefully, I think hopefully the Rockets continue to play really great and they move up in the playoff spot and we just make it to the finals. Hopefully, I mean, our team's been healthy. We've been doing pretty good. Um, you know, Russ and Harden have been sharing the ball and involving Tucker and, and um, Green, the new Green, not Gerald Green, but the new Green, Covington and um, Rivers and just and Daniel House and just, you know, and involving all of them and just, you know, it's a team effort. It's not James Harden and the Rockets. It's the Rockets. James Harden is that is a part of that team. So it's like that's good that they're they're playing small ball and this and that. You know, sucks that they got rid of um Clint Capella, but I mean, he just wasn't doing it for us. I'm sorry. I know he was a fan favorite, but it's a business, you know. We're trying to win a ring and we you know, we hope you do well for the rest of your career in uh, Atlanta. So maybe we'll see you again. Who knows? Anyway, so, yeah, I'm excited for the Rockets. I haven't really been keeping up with them because I've been um, paying attention to uh, Astros because uh, it's spring training. Guys are getting ready for the season. And uh, it's not been a shit, shit show. <sighs> shit show. <sighs> I don't know how to say it. Shit show, you know. With the whole uh, apologizing and this and that. So we started playing our games. And already people have been plunking us. So you're probably thinking plunking. What are you talking about? Okay, so before the se- before spring training started, everyone was talking shit about us. Saying, you know, fuck the Astros. They deserve to get hit. I'm going to fucking hit them, you know. And people were like, that's kind of too far, you know. Well, they deserve that. So lately... Most of our guys have been getting hit. Bergman's gotten hit. Altuve's gotten hit. Diaz has gotten hit. And, you know, it's like they're just hitting it. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's spring training. Cool, you know. Y'all can hit us, so what? We're not going to charge them out. We're not going to go and whoop your fucking ass in front of everybody. It's just spring training. Whatever. Hit us. We'll take the base. Springer will come up. Hit a, uh, hit a double. Bring in that person. Bring in a run. And we win the game. So, ha, you're stupid. So, yeah, they've been plunking our guys. But you know what? It's cool. Give us that free run. Give us that free person on base. You know, that's going to be your mistake when you're down uh, 11 to nothing because you've been hitting our players. So, you know, and it's people are not making a big deal because it's spring training. You know, the commissioner's not making a big deal about it. But he uh, obviously said during the season, if y'all keep continuing to do this, you're going to get a punishment, too. So, you know, why, why even, I understand y'all upset, but dude, some of these teams that are plunking our players, y'all never even had a chance in the fucking playoffs, like Miami and um, Seattle and um, who else, Uh, New York, it's like y'all never have a chance in the fucking playoffs, so why are you mad at us, they took the world Bitch, you weren't even in the in the twenty seven World Series anyways. Y'all weren't even in the in the running for the for the for the World Series. So why are you plunking us for what? Just because everyone else is doing it? You know, karma's a bitch. So 
you can you can hit us all you want, but when that shit comes around and you end up getting hit in the head by a line drive by somebody else, don't get upset because karma came and hit you in the fucking head with the baseball. So, which sucks, but like I said, karma's a bitch, and karma will come back. What goes around comes around. So they want to hit our players. They want to be assholes and shit like that to them. Well, what goes around comes around. So, just wait till the season starts. That shit will come around. So, uh, you know, I'm ready for the season. The season starts um, pretty much in one month. And the March 26th, which is, I think it's a Thursday. The uh, season starts. I'm really excited for that. I want to go to opening day. I haven't been to opening day. I've been to opening day weekend but i've never been to like the opening day so i'm hoping to get into opening day if not maybe i can go that saturday you know but i'm really looking forward to going to um to a baseball game this season more games than i went last year because like i said i love the astros that's my team and especially now that everybody fucking hates us it's gonna be even more better because you know what they can scream they can shout they can cuss at us and say this and this and that about the Astros, but you know what? We're still the champs, so suck it, you know. And there, I know there's gonna be fights, and I know people are just gonna be rude straight up. But you know what? When people come here to town, we usually show them hospitality. You know, so we have Southern hospitality here. We're very nice. We're very, you know. Hey, you know, you need something. Okay, cool. You know, hey, you know, sit in my seat. You know, we're like that when people, when other people come here. But now that y'all want to picture us as the villain and y'all want to be rude to us, um, you better expect some shit coming back at you because we, we might have Southern hospitality here, but when it's time to throw up them hands and duke it out, you best believe that we're going to fucking knock you out and we're going to show you what it means when you come here to Houston. And you can get those those hands, cause it, it's we're H town, we hold it down, we ain't punking out for nobody, you know we ain't no punk bitches, so get uh get uh, get excited for that and um, be aware and look out for stories and videos like that on YouTube because I swear to God there's gonna be fights and there's just it's gonna be crazy, they're gonna come after us, but like I said what goes around comes around, uh what else is going on? So, rumors in the NFL. If anybody hasn't heard, or probably people just don't care, Tom Brady is going to test out free agency, which is insane because that man has been playing for the New England Patriots for pretty much 20 years. He's been with the same team for 20 years. Even though I hate Tom Brady as a player, you know, hate him because he's a Patriot, New York, New England Patriot, you know, and he, but all respects the man is going to be going down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever you know he's got six rings you know he just is is amazing now some people might argue that some of those rings might be uh stolen or i guess quote unquote stolen because they cheated which i can i i can't agree to disagree because i know you know, uh, deflate gate and shit like that. And, um, you know, but still Tom Brady's is still a great quarterback, even without the rings, uh, with all the records that he's done and 
just the amount of time he's been playing with one team and just everything. The man is, is a fucking legend. And to see that he's going to test out free agency, it's a big thing. It's a big thing, you know. So I don't know where he's going to end up. Personally, I really think that he will go home to California because he's from California. And I know he won't go with the Rams because the Rams have Jared Goff. And um, I know he won't. Well, maybe he will go to Oakland. Um, but Oakland, I mean, it's not Oakland anymore. I'm sorry. It's Las Vegas. It's the Las Vegas Raiders now. So maybe he might go to Vegas. I don't know. But I doubt it. He's a family man. He's got kids. So I feel like he would want to go somewhere that's more close to home. So he might end up going to the Chargers, which they're the LA Chargers too. So I think they're getting a brand new stadium. So I don't know. Maybe he'll he'll join the uh, the Chargers because the uh, Chargers got rid of Philip Rivers, and he's rumored to go to um, Indianapolis or even Oakland slash Vegas. So I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of great uh, word going around in the NFL. Uh, quarterbacks going here, Pele's going here, this and that. You know, like Andy Dalton of the Cincinnati Bengals is. Um, he doesn't. He's been there for a long time. The guy's been there for about ten years, and. I mean, when you play in Cincinnati, you, you kind of get. I mean, they've kind of gotten their ass whooped by us, because you know it's the first round of the playoffs, and doom, they're out. So you know, it sucks that he's he hasn't gone anywhere that, he can actually have some special like uh, weapons I mean he's had AJ Green and, and some players throughout the years but um, yeah and he's he's wanting to get traded and, they, and the organization was like hey look we know you want to get traded we're going to help you to find the best possible place for you you know because you've done so much for the for the Bengals in Cincinnati we want to find a good place for you so he's connected to Chicago which kind of makes sense because Trubisky did not end well for them in Chicago. The guy was booed. People cried when they um, when they found out that the Bears drafted him. People were angry. I don't know if there are riots, but there probably were riots. Who knows? But the guy did so so. I mean, he wasn't what they were looking for, and it sucks because the Bears passed up on Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and you picked Mitch Trubisky. It's like, yeah, your front office made a huge mistake, and now y'all have to pay for that. So, um, maybe he might go to Chicago. I mean, Chicago is kind of decent. They need a good quarterback, really. They need some um, some players, too. I mean, to get back to where they were almost like 12 years ago, you know, um, they had some great team. They had some great players. You know, that's what the Bears went to the Super Bowl in 08. I think it was 08. Yeah, I think it was 08 when they played um, Indianapolis, when they played Peyton Manning. You know, and then it just fell off with uh, Jay Cutler and this and that. <laughs> Smoking Jay Cutler with the cigarette in his mouth. That's the funniest meme um, I hadn't seen in a while. He ended up going to Miami, and then he, I think he ended up getting cut or he retired. So, um, yeah, I hope he goes to Chicago. That'd be good for him. I mean, it's not that far away from Ohio. You know, I think Ohio's right next to Illinois, so it's kind of like a couple-hour drive to Chicago. So that'd be good for him. 
uh, Cam Newton was connected to Chicago, but um, I think uh, Carolina was like, no, nah, we're going to keep him, which I don't really think they should. Cam Newton hasn't been himself since he got his ass whooped in the uh, Super Bowl. And he's just, the man is just weird. The man is weird. Off the field, he's weird. On the field, he just ain't doing it. You know, and I really feel like uh, the Panthers should go with somebody else. Or they should trade for somebody else or draft somebody else that's way better. But who knows? They want to keep Cam Newton. They're going to keep Cam Newton. Their um, head coach, I think they end up firing their head coach. And their head coach went to the Redskins. So he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to make the Redskins better. Because the Redskins have had, you know, players here and there. And they had a decent quarterback. But they just weren't what they expected so I don't know who they're going to draft I don't know who anybody's going to draft but everybody knows that um, Joe Burrow of LSU might go to Cincinnati and he is not liking that at all he's kind of like what I'm going where it's like damn you're already predicting my future Um, yeah this is not going good but it's like like I heard on the radio it's like if you're going to send me to Cincinnati but you're going to pay me four million dollars a year for for that, yeah, I can stay in Cincinnati. I don't even know what's in Cincinnati. I don't even know if they have a nightlife. I don't know what they have. But, um, hey, if you're playing for the Bengals, I mean, you can at least try to make the team better. Make, it a, make an effort while you're there, you know. Um, but who knows? Maybe somebody might trade up and try to get him. You know, everybody wants Joe Burrow because of what he did in the, um, in, uh, the championship game, LSU. Versus, um, it wasn't Alabama. What was it? I forgot. Was it LSU versus Clemson? I don't know. I'm sorry. I remembered, but I didn't pay attention. So, so yeah, he is a big deal. People want him. There's some other quarterbacks that they want in a draft. So who knows? Who knows who who and who will end up anywhere? Um, like I said, I think in one of my previous episodes that. I probably won't be rooting for the Texans this year. Well, I won't be a part of the Texans organization. Even though I'm not, I will still support my team from afar. You know, Deshaun, JJ, DeAndre, Will Fuller, you know, um some of the some of the guys, you know, and the other the other teams and stuff like that. But until they get their shit straight and they get the front office working I just, I, I can't support the guys. Bill O'Brien sucks. He does. You know, he was, they should have gotten rid of him when they had the chance. But they didn't. They kept him. After every stupid fucking game, and the game that we fucking got blown out by Kansas City, that should have been the nail in the coffin to get rid of him. But they didn't. And they promoted him to GM. Because we didn't have had GM for that season, last season. So now he's the GM slash head coach, and um, I think they said that one of his um, offensive coordinators is going to be calling the plays, which everyone's like, that's bullshit because, you know, you're still going to be doing that, you know. It's it's just, unless they get their house straight and their shit straight, I just can't, I can't root for the team, you know. If they make it in the playoffs far enough and they go to the Super Bowl, I'll be happy for them, and I'll go back to them. But until then, I know it sounds like a bad wagoner, but 
can you really be a bandwagoner if you've been a fan of the team for a long time and then you stop and then you go back? Are you considered a bandwagoner? I don't know. I did that for the Astros. I'm Like I said, I'm a long-time Astros fan. But um, from 2010 to 2013 or 14, it might have been a while. It might have been a couple of years. I was a, um, was a Rangers fan, and I'm not proud of that at all. So I had a, um, I had a, a baseball breakdown, you know. I was like, I was so disappointed in my team. I was like, my team sucks. They ain't doing nothing. And I ended up going for the Rangers because the Rangers were hot. They went to the World Series back-to-back. They choked back-to-back. <laughs> so they just sucked, and I was like, I got to go back to the Astros. That's my team. That's my home team. I've loved them since I was a kid. I got to go back. And as soon as I got back, they got better. And everybody knows what happened. So, hey, I still I still hold down for my team. That's my team till I die. So, but yeah, can you really be a bandwagoner fan of a team that you were already a fan of, but you just hopped off? You just like got off and then went back on the team? I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to be supporting my second team, which is Green Bay. So, all I know is Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going to get to know the rest of the team. Uh, I don't really, I watch football, but I, I'm not into like stats and players, like, like everybody else's, you know, like st- analysts and shit like that. I'm not into that. My cousin is all like that. They all, um, know the players, know this and that, this and that, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I know who that is. I know who that is. Yeah. He done, you know, me, I just like watching the game. I enjoy it. I know my team. I know my players and that's all I know, but. I don't know. I might be watching some Green Bay games, which they come on television from a while, from time to time on the NFL, on Fox. So I don't know. I'll be catching up with Aaron Rodgers and seeing how that goes. Um, I know they kind of fell off for the past couple of years, too. My third team is Philadelphia. And um, yeah, they won the Super Bowl. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. And you'll be Tom Brady. That's even better. So um, that would have been his ninth ring. But no, nope, not even. Because, yeah, he would have had eight if he wouldn't have lost to New York twice. And if he would have been uh, Philadelphia, he would have had nine rings. But he doesn't, so he has, what, six. So, anywho, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how the NFL starts and see how it goes with the draft, which is, um, I think, in April. And then with the XFL, too, um, the Roughnecks have been doing really, 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 really fucking good. We're undefeated right now. And that's all thanks to P.J. Tucker, who was a um, was on the practice squad of the Colts. And um, I think they had released him and Andrew Luck, who was the former quarterback of the Colts, but he retired. His dad is kind of like the head guy in the XFL and, um, or the Roughnecks or something like that. And he was like, hey, you should give him a chance. He's really good, you know, this and this and that. So they gave him a chance to sign them to the Roughnecks, and he's been fucking unstoppable. He's been really fucking good. So I'm really really glad he's got a second chance in the XFL, and hopefully some of these players um, get picked up in the NFL and get contracts because, you know, they're working their butt off, and they're they're playing, and they deserve to get a a second chance or uh, another chance in the NFL. I mean, who doesn't, you know? So, uh, 
yeah, I might go try to check out a Roughnecks game. I don't know. They're pretty decently priced, 20 bucks, family-friendly, stuff like that. And they're undefeated, so, of course, people are going to be going and checking them out. Right now, they're the number one team in Houston right now. So, people are going to be checking out that. So, uh, I'm going to take a short little break, and then we'll have a couple more to- uh, topics to talk about. And then we'll close, and y'all can go enjoy the rest of your day. So, all right, and I'm back. So, let's talk about music. So, like I was saying, talking about I think last episode about Tame Impala and their uh, the Slow Rush album. I've been listening to it a lot more. So the first time I listened to it, uh, it was through my phone because I had you know I had the digital download. So I listened to the MP3 and I was like, okay, you know. And like I was saying, it's something you got to get used to and you got to keep listening to enjoy it more. So I put it on vinyl because I had bought the vinyl. And I listened to it and I was like, there's just something else when you listen to it on vinyl. It just makes things better. And I and I, I, I laid down and I closed my eyes and I listened to the album and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is this is it. And um, when I'm at work, you know, it comes through the shuffle and I'm just like yeah this is this is one of those fucking albums and of course i follow a page uh that uh, talks about payment paula and their like fans and all that so you know i put my input in and they tell me oh yeah you should check this out you should do this and this and this and that and yeah the album is really good y'all should really check it out slow rush it's really good give it a couple chances give it a couple listens and you'll you'll enjoy it too um another band you should check out of course is the midnight like I was talking about earlier in the show? Check them out. You might enjoy them. You might like them. Um, you can just find them on Spotify. I think you can find them on Bandcamp. I think you might be able to find them on uh, SoundCloud, but they're most definitely on YouTube. So check them out. You might you might like them. You might like that '80s aesthetic. You know. So uh, I think one of the songs that I liked that I checked out from. Uh, from them was called Sunset, I think. Yeah, it's called Sunset, and um, I think it's off of their Days of Thunder album or one of their albums. I forgot what it's called. Uh, let me look at it real quick. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. So if y'all go and check it out. Yeah, it's, it's off of their uh, Endless Summer album. And um, I think that came out a couple of years ago. But yeah, Sunset, I liked it. It was really cool. And the video on YouTube kind of fits like the song. So yeah, check it out. They're pretty cool. Um, like I said, they sound like every other band you can find on Pancamp and um, SoundCloud. But if you like them, you know, support them. Buy some of their music. Check them out. Another band that I've been listening to that I really enjoy that I, I found out like a couple years ago is called uh, they're called Beach Bunny. Beach Bunny is from Chicago. It's a uh, four piece band where they have a female lead singer and they're just fucking awesome. I love their music. Uh, I think one of the, I found I had one of their songs on Spotify and I think it was called Sports and um I was like, okay, I like this. 
it's it's funny because like they're from Chicago, but they have like that, um, like with that West Coast kind of vibe, you know, and a little bit of East Coast, but a little bit of North, and it's like okay, this is cool, you know. So I started digging into them. It's like okay, they have a, a EP, um, it's like five songs, and um, it's really good. Uh, I think one of the song, I think two of the songs that are my favorite on there is Painkiller. And, um, no, well, sports is not on there. I don't think so, but it's pain, yeah, painkiller and prom queen. I, I really like those songs. They're really cool. Um, really good. If you listen to the lyrics and you can like, okay, you know, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, but they just came out with their first like full length album. Um, I think it's called bunny. I'm not sure. I'm going to look it up while I'm talking about them. But yeah, they came out with their first full-length album. Um, it came out the same day as Tim and Paula's album. So I was like, I don't know if I should get this one. I don't know if I should get that one. But um, yeah, it's called Honeymoon. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, Honeymoon is really good. They have um, nine songs. It's not that long. The album's not that long. It's like 30, 45 minutes, I think. Um, all the songs are good. All of them are good. Like, you listen to the whole album one time, you're going to want to listen to it again. Trust me. And you're going to want to dig down deeper into more of their songs. Like I said, um, there's a song called, uh, like I said, Prom Queen and Pay Killer. They're pretty good songs. Uh, Sports is another favorite one of mine. And um, if you like Snail Mail... Which you're probably thinking, what snail mail? Um, it's kind of, they're kind of like the same premise, but I think snail mail is a little bit more slower. But it's funny because they kind of look the same. That this the lead singers kind of look the same, and I get confused. There's another person too. They it's another girl. They look like they look alike. They all three look alike, and it's weird. I don't know if it's just the aesthetic or the way they they're they're. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. They all look alike. I get confused with Snail Mail and Beach Money. Sometimes I think that they're the same band, but they obviously they're not. But yeah, you should check them out. They're actually coming to town today, but uh, I didn't get my tickets in time, so the the show is sold out. And um, it's weird because I was like, damn, I didn't think anybody else here would listen to Beach Money, but they did. I'm guessing people from Austin are coming too because the show sold out yesterday. But I think it's sold out before the Houston show. So a lot of Austin people, I guess, are coming into town. So, But, yeah, I missed my chance to get Beach Money tickets, which sucks. I was like, I was like oh, whenever they come to town, I'll buy them. And then I saw the tickets, and I was like, I should buy them. But I got lazy. And, yeah, so I'm missing out on Beach Money. But that's cool. Um, I'll see them again. I think they're doing some tours. I think they're doing some festivals, too. Um, maybe they might be at ACL. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah. Beach Bunny is a really good band. Uh, check them out. There's some other bands that I have been listening to lately. Um, of course, you guys should check out um, Fat Tony. He's from Houston. Uh, his stuff's on Bandcamp. His stuff's on um, Spotify. Um, one of the songs that I really like from uh, Fat Tony is called Northside Drive. And like, it, it just it fits in with the with the podcast and everything and I'm like I want to go up to him one day and just be like hey dude can I use your song for my podcast 
you know, it's called Inside the North Side, and you have a song called North Side Drive. You know, maybe he might say yes, maybe he might say no, I don't know. One of these is if I see him at Barbarella, I'll ask him. Um, another band you should check out that's local here is uh, So Soon the Truth. They're um, friends of mine. Um, I kind of know the lead singer, but it's funny because um, uh, he knows my uh, my girlfriend. They went to uh, mass together. They go to the same church. Well, they went to the same church for a while. So they kind of grew up. But yeah, uh, Peter and his band So Soon the Truth. He's the guitar and the vocals for the band. And they're really, really fucking good. They just came out with their album called um, Where You Are, Where You Really Ever There. And it's really, really fucking good. One of the songs that I really like is A Betting Man, which is the first song of the uh, of the album. And it just sets the it just sets the fucking mood. And it's really, really fucking good. Um, and other news, Strokes are coming back. Everybody knows that, but they're coming back like with some good ass fucking music. Um, two songs that just came out, At the Door, which was like a week ago or two weeks ago. Pretty good. It's typical Strokes, you know, slowing things down. And then another song came out after that the week after called Bad Decisions. And it's like, um, it's, it's typical, like I said, typical Strokes, but it's like, oh shit, they're back. Like the strokes are back. Like recently, um, they had an album. I forgot what to call it. I think it's Oblivious or something like that. Um, no, it's not Oblivious. That's one of the songs. But it's like past, present, and future. It's like a little small EP. It's like three songs or something like that. And they're like, okay, this is what we sounded like in the past. This is what we sound like now. This is what we might sound like in the future. I liked one of the songs. I didn't like any other ones because they sounded kind of like boring. But. Yeah, the guys have been doing their own solo thing. Um, Albert has his group. Um, I've seen them twice. Fucking love his band. Um, Julian has the Voids. Um, I forgot one of the other guys has um, Summer Moon. It's his band. Um, it's funny because I was going to Half Price and I started looking and I was like, I like this album cover. There's something about it. And it was like, on super super discount it was like five bucks and originally it was like 23 dollars and um i was like there's something about it that wants me to get this album so i bought it and i ended up finding out it was uh, the bass player for the strokes and i'm like this is this band and i was like wow that sounds fucking good and the album looks really fucking cool it's like pink and everything and so um yeah i should check out summer moon i think they're on um spotify too so yeah, the Strokes are coming back. They got an album coming out in April. I think it's April 10th. I know some people that have already um, pre-ordered the album, and I'm probably going to pre-order the album too because, like I said, I'm going to be making bad decisions by getting vinyl and stuff like that. Um, who else? Like I said, you know, um, just some good bands that I've been listening to. Um, if you haven't heard of um, Heinz, because I'm going, I guess I'm keeping with the whole female thing. Uh, Heinz, they're from Spain, four piece band. And they toured with Albert Hammond Jr. when he came like a year or two ago. And, you know, two guitars, a bass player, and a drummer. And um, kind of cute, but their music is really good too. 
Yeah, I like it. They have a really good time. They have really good music. I got one of their albums. But they're coming out with some new music and stuff like that. So, yeah, y'all should check them out, Heinz. Um, Leave Me Alone is one of their albums. And uh, I Don't Run. But I think the, the one I just got is I Don't Run. And that came out, I think, like 2018. So it was like two years ago. So, yeah, y'all should check them out, too. Another... Uh, band that's coming out with some good shit is uh, Pearl Jam um, for their song Dance of the Clairvoyant uh, I mean that's just like Eddie Vedder and, and uh, company are just they're, they're gonna come out with a fucking great ass album like that that song they came out with like three music videos I think and um, I was like it's amazing and the, the, the sound that he they're giving out for that song is kind of very alternative very um talking heads vibe like the way eddie's singing is very like um you know david burns is like that uh i think that's his name from um talking heads and it's it sounds great and then they just came up with another song too that's like something something blood moon i don't know it's a great song too but like i said pearl jam they're coming back too they're coming out better than ever uh i think their last album was lightning bolt that came out like a while ago i think i don't remember but yeah lightning bolt came out some years ago and i think they've just been touring and stuff like that and so they're coming out with a new album um correct me if i'm wrong because i think it was lightning bolt but um i don't know if they had any an album in between that but yeah um they're coming it's uh called gigatron i think that's what's called and um yeah i'm excited for that album i don't they have two songs already and i have both of the songs so well one of them i'm gonna get the other one but yeah check them out uh, another person that i want to highlight is uh, roosevelt if you haven't heard of roosevelt it's probably because you're not looking hard enough and um yeah roosevelt he i don't know what to say about this dude but he's just fucking good um He's from Germany, and I don't know. Just his music is very, it's just danceable. It's just fucking great. If you can check him out, check him out. I'm, I'm dead serious. Roosevelt. Um, his Elliot EP that's on Spotify, one of my favorites is, of course, Elliot Montreal. And he came out with two albums. Well, actually three. He has his... Um, you know, Roosevelt, the main album, um, that's some great fucking songs. I mean, every song that's on there is a great fucking song. Uh, Young Romance, I think that just came out like uh, two years ago. And um, that's a great fucking album, too. And then he came out with another album that um, it's, uh, it's like a uh, it's like a remix. Well, it's like Midnight, I don't know what it said, Midnight Part 2. But it's like a remix album of some of the songs. And, um, yeah, I'm serious. You should really go and check them out. Uh, check him out, Roosevelt. So, yeah, check out Beach Bunny. Check out Tam and Pond. Check out Fat Tony. Check out Local Band, you know, So Soon the Truth. And, you know, Roosevelt and Heinz. And check out some of the new Stroke stuff and Pearl Jam stuff. You know, and just... just dive in 2020 is gonna have some great fucking music already you know and I, i'm just excited to see because i know that pearl jam is ultimately gonna probably release a, uh, 
a tour and they're going to be touring and hopefully they come here and hopefully I can go see them. I know my girlfriend saw them and she was just like in awe, but, um, she doesn't have any proof of it. So <laughs> it sucks. I'm sorry to say that, but yeah. So I'm um, hopefully they come to town and go check them out and she can get her videos back <laughs> of seeing Pearl Jam. Maybe they might even be at ACL. I don't know. That'd be fucking awesome. Cause they were six years ago. Maybe they might come back. Tame Impala again, which they were there last year. Tame Impala, <laughs> Pearl Jam, Strokes, who knows? I know my friend um, Edwin is going to um, Shaky Knees just to go see the Strokes. Well, I think he's going for the festival, but he wants to see the Strokes. He was going to see them um, New Year's Eve, but uh, things happened. So he's like, yeah, I'm not going to go to New York. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't go either. Um, so hopefully the Strokes release a tour. Hopefully they can come to town and we can check them out too. I'm excited. 2020 is just like chock full of good music, chock full of good movies too. I'm just excited for this year, you know, and I'm also excited to see what's new coming in for me and for the podcast, you know, like I was saying, I'm going to have my friend Pablo on the show and I'm going to keep talking about, you know, Pablo's going to be on the show next week. So, you know, check it out. He's a good guy. Going to be really good, good episode. You know, and I, like I said, I'm just trying to find people that are local, that are in the in the Houston scene. You know, music, movies, um, art. You know, uh, just people around here that love the city and are just trying to make the city better. You know, entertainment wise and whatever. You know, they're doing so. You know, I'm just trying to hook up with them and trying to, you know, see, you know, hey, local, local, let's, let's, let's support each other. Let's support Houston. Let's try to make Houston better, you know, trying to get their stuff out there try to get my stuff out there. So, you know, I'm really excited about that. I have some new ideas, trying to be hooking up with local people, try to get, you know, on the show and stuff like that. Um, I have put out a, not an ad, but. A post on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, looking for cosplayers. So, um, the reason why is because Comic Palooza is coming up, and um, hopefully, I get picked up by Comic Palooza. If you guys are listening, please pick me. I, I, uh, I know I'm small, and uh, I just started not that long ago, but I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to get my shit out there and just you know make it a great make it a great thing for Comic Palooza. So. Like I'm saying, I'm trying to find some cosplayers who want to be on the show so I can interview them and kind of just shoot the shit, have fun, and see, you know, what got them into cosplaying, um, what's new for them, do they go to Comic Palooza, do they go to the one in San Antonio, do they travel, you know, to different conventions, um, what are their, some of their ideas for their next uh, costumes and stuff like that. So I'm trying to um, get into that and see if I can find some cosplayers. I know a couple people, but I just haven't hit them up. And, um, you know, some of them don't even talk to me anymore. I was cool with them and they started doing cosplay. And now they just, they are too busy for me, I guess. Um, But no, they've been having some people tag their friends on my post. So maybe they might uh, come through. I don't know. You know, have two people here. Hey, y'all don't know each other, but y'all do cosplay, you know, trying to 
pick your brain, pick their brain, see what's going, you know, the mind of a cosplayer. So that's one of my ideas. Another one is, of course, you know, like I got Pablo. He's in the music scene. So I'm going to be trying to see if I can get some local uh, band guys in here. I know a, a lot. And, um, yeah, just try to pick their brain, just have a good time, you know, tell me about their music and what's going on with them and just pick their brains about certain ideas, not just music, but like sports and, um, shit that's going around town and shit that's going on around the world, you know? So that's some of my ideas. Find some local guys, local people, you know, not just dudes, but you know, chicks too. And you know, women, sorry, I don't know why I say chicks is this thing. You know, but local men and women in Houston and in the scene, whatever scene they're in, you know, like I said, I had Zach Baxter um, and he does YouTube and he's local and he's in theater. So it's like, OK, you know, we got a foot in the theater door. Um, I had uh, Chris Varela, which is my girlfriend's um, uncle, and he has a, um, a haunted uh, ghost tour that he does around Houston. And he's also a um, historian, too. So, you know, hey, we got our foot in the in that, too, you know. And hopefully I get to have him on the show again. Um, I just been haven't been to ask him. So hopefully he'll come on again and we'll talk more of just regular stuff than, you know, what's going on in the spooky world. <laughs> but, you know, he's a really cool guy. We really uh, connect on sports and, and music and um comic books too he's a really big, a big comic book person um i think that's why he uh he likes me because he's like you know he likes comic books he likes everything i like you know and he, he's a big beatles uh fan if you um go back to one of our episodes i think it was the episode three we talk about our love for the beatles and stuff like that and he you know he's a, he's a big beatles fanatic and he just like i said he loves them so he's cool so hopefully i'll get him on the show again we'll talk more music and stuff like that you know um i don't know i'm just excited i really have all these ideas like i'm saying that i want to do for the show and um i'm also thinking of making stickers and making like uh cards for the show because i know i can say word of mouth hey i have a podcast oh okay and i just give them the name you know they're, they're gonna forget it but if i give them a card they still are going to forget it, but at least I gave it to them. They might keep it, and it might be a week or two, and then like, hey, that guy gave me a car. I should check out his podcast. And then check it out and become a fan, and then maybe they might be on the show. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking into doing cars. I'm looking into doing stickers. I've actually asked my brother, who is an artist, who does things on his own. He's local, and um, I asked him, I was like, hey, if you can um, make a uh, a logo for me, a new logo, then, um, you know, hey, I'll pay you and stuff like that. So I'll even try to hook up with some of the local artists too, you know, pick their brain and shit like that. Because, you know, I support the local arts too. I go to some of the shows. I buy some of the arts and um, I just, I, I like it. So I, anyways, I asked my brother, it's like, hey, can you um, can you make this logo? I want this kind of logo. Because like I said, I like the logo that I have, but um, I want something more of me. 
you know, kind of the same premise, but something more cooler and stands out more nice. So uh, I asked them, hey, can you make this? Um, and, you know, so I can have a new logo and so I could put make stickers so I can start posting them around restrooms at meals and at concerts and places all around Houston just to get my podcast out there, you know, and then give them away too. Because if I get picked up by Comic Palooza, um, I kind of want some stuff to give out to people. You know, I don't want to just be like sitting there and they're like, do you have anything? Um, no, you know, I don't want to come unprepared because, you know, um, if you're going to do something, it's worth doing right. So, you know, if I get picked up or even if I don't, I'm, I'm looking into doing like little cards and um, stickers so I can give out to people and um, get my shit out there. So then they know and they're like, oh, that's, that's a podcast. OK, cool. Because um, like I said, if I'm going to do something, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. So that's my premise of this year. That's the I guess the motto of this year. I just I, I know about that quote. But I just recently saw it yesterday when I was driving. And I'm like, you know what? That applies to not just podcasts, but just life in general. But I'm also going to apply it to this podcast. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. So I'm not going to give it half-assed. I'm going to do 100%. So anyways, those are my ideas for the show. That's my idea. Like I said, I just made a Twitter. Again, look it up on uh, Northside Inside. That's the Twitter handle. You can find us at... at um, Instagram. If you can't find the Instagram, let me know. You can find um, the page on uh, Facebook and message me. Hey, I'm looking for the um, for your Instagram, and I'll send you the Instagram um, handle and stuff like that. And you can look it out and follow and check out all the stuff and you know um, promote my stuff on there. I just, like I said, I made the Twitter and I promote the videos on, not the videos, but the, the episodes on there. I have my Facebook. I really haven't updated that because not that many people go to that one, but I still have to update it. Cause that's one of my, my things. Um, you guys can go to my anchor too. If you ever want to leave like messages or stuff like that, um, you can. And I also have a, uh, a support. Uh, if you want to donate, a dollar or something you know I'm not asking for money but if you guys enjoy the show you know and you and you like supporting me you know if you want to support a dollar that's cool you know uh, all that money can go to um, my equipment stuff you know that I'm going to buy Uh, like I said I'm going to buy a soundboard for the show so I can have more mic setups and I can look more professional when I have more people on the show um, that money can go towards, like I said, the stickers can go towards the, the cards could go to, to, you know, stuff for the show, not for me personally, but for the show. So like I said, if you want to donate a dollar, that's cool. Um, but every time you do listen, it, does, um, my ad sponsor does give me like one cent each listen. So I'm almost close to a dollar. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. If you guys want to support me and you like what um, what I'm doing and you really want to help out, you know, donate a dollar, donate what you want. That's cool. I'm not begging, but if you guys want to support it, and I really uh, appreciate that you guys are supporting and listening to me, you can go ahead and donate a dollar. You can go to my anchor page, and there's a there's a thing where you can you know, hey, you can donate a dollar if you want. 
I think there's this thing where you can donate a dollar a month, or you can donate like four dollars a month, or like ten dollars a month. I'm not expecting anybody to donate four or five dollars a month, but if you guys want to donate like a dollar or something like that, that's cool. That'll help me out with doing the show because, like I said, all that money it's going towards the show, and you know, and I use my personal money that I make to to finance this stuff too. So. Um, there's that on my anchor. Like I said, follow Twitter, follow Instagram, follow the Facebook. You can find me on anchor. Um, you know, if you're trying to find, uh, another platform to listen to, cause if like, um, Spotify is not kind of doing it for you, if you don't have Spotify, like I said, I'm on Google podcast, I'm on Apple podcast, I'm on Stitcher. Um, I'm not on SoundCloud anymore just because, uh, I kind of got the goal of what I wanted to do, which is to be on Spotify and all the other pl- uh, platforms. So I don't have a um, SoundCloud anymore, but I am going to use it in a different way. Kind of like a like a short recap, like a like a two, three minute recap, maybe like a five minute recap of the episode and what's going on, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, look out for that. Um, if you still are listening to me on SoundCloud, huh? I'm not on SoundCloud anymore. I think like one episode is on there, but like I said, I'm going to utilize it and use it for something else for purpose of the show. So yeah, that's what's, um, what's going on with the show. That's what's new. And, um, you know, I'm really excited for 2020, really excited to see what's going on. Um, this season has been because we're officially on season two we are i'm it's going pretty well you know i've had some good conversations i've had some good episodes i've had some kind of bad episodes but uh it's all in the process to make things better you know you're not gonna you're not gonna swing a you're not gonna hit a grand slam on your first try you know you gotta you're not gonna hit a grand slam on your first try you know you're not gonna hit um the field goal when you first try, you have to keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. You know, you got to walk before you crawl. So, you know, this is all a good process for me. This is all helping me learn and stuff like that. So I, I, it's, it's good. It's my, uh, it's my progress. It's my walk. So like I said, guys, I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate your support. Um, don't be afraid to share this with your friends, you know, I know my episodes are kind of long, but don't be afraid to, to share them. I post them on my Twitter. I post them on my Instagram. I post them on my Facebook. I post them on my personal page. But go ahead and check out. They have some good episodes. Share them to your friends. If they listen to podcasts, um, you know, send it to them. Hey, check this guy out. He's local. You know, I don't know who he is, but he's local. Maybe we might be able to hook up with him, you know, try to do whatever. I don't know. But yeah, just don't be don't be afraid to share for your friends. So, uh, I kind of have this idea, and this is just me spitballing. But once I get my um, once I get my money right, uh, Kanye reference, uh, I'm going to buy a, a soundboard, like I was saying. But I kind of want to have a special episode where it's me and some of my older cousins, and we just hear and we just talk and shit, shit stuff like that. Because I feel like it, it'd be good to have like a family episode, and they're much older. They're some of them are ten years older than I am, and they we've we've all grown up together. You know, you, despite I'm the youngest one, not the youngest, but I'm the youngest oldest 
um, we still have been through a lot of cool things and stuff like that. And, you know, we could talk about our family and stuff like memories and stuff like that. So that's one of my ideas that I'm spitballing. So hopefully I might be able to get that on, um, in uh, reality. But anyways, um, this is the closing time of our show. Like I said, again and again and again, really appreciate you listening. Don't forget to tune in next Saturday, um, for, Next week's episode, we have Paolo Solis, Bloom and Doom, on the show. I can't stress this out enough. Come and check it out. It's going to be a good show, I'm telling you. We're just going to have fun. We're just going to talk about music and everything. Pick their brains. So, in closing, this has been Inside the North Sign. I really appreciate it. Love you guys. Uh, God bless. I hope you all have a great week and a great uh, weekend. And stay safe. And peace. Peace.